Hello, everyone, and welcome to Maddie's Sound Explorers. Each episode, we explore the world through sound and bring you a new piece of music made from the noises we discover and a little help from our brilliant guests. Listen out for interesting sounds as we go along. Which sounds would you put in a song? This episode, we're travelling to a land that time forgot to listen to some animals we definitely haven't forgotten about. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs roamed the Earth over 65 million years ago, alongside some really amazing plants and animals that roamed the land, sea and skies. Today, one of our sound explorers has a question about dinosaurs. What did dinosaurs sound like? That's a brilliant question. What did dinosaurs sound like? No one has ever got close enough to hear one. And the last one died 65 million years ago. Well, maybe not quite the last one, but that's a thought for later. Right now, let's meet our expert who can help us find out. My name is Dr. Laura Poro. I work at University College London, and I'm a scientific researcher studying biomechanics and paleontology. Uh, That may sound complicated, uh, but it's not. Biomechanics is the study of how living things work, and paleontology is the study of fossil animals, which includes dinosaurs. Laura, that sounds like a great job. How long ago did the dinosaurs live? Dinosaurs lived during an era called the Mesozoic, and we divide the Mesozoic into three periods. So the first one is the Triassic, and dinosaurs first appeared about halfway through the Triassic period. Then the middle period is known as the Jurassic, and the third and final period is the Cretaceous. The whole Mesozoic era lasted nearly 200 million years. But the Triassic, the Jurassic and the Cretaceous were quite different from one another. I think we should start where it all began, during the time of the first dinosaurs. Let's travel to the Triassic. Are you ready? Let's go. We're in a wetland area, like a marsh. We're not too far from the sea, but when I look inland, all I can see is desert. And it's so much hotter than the 21st century. The Earth was a very, very different place. All of the continents were gathered together into one gigantic supercontinent that we call Pangaea. And there was likewise just a single huge global ocean. Um, In terms of climate, the Earth was very hot. There were no ice caps at either the North or South Poles, and most of this giant continent was covered in deserts. One of the differences um, between the Triassic and the later uh, periods that we see dinosaurs is life on land was a bit more diverse uh, because dinosaurs shared their world with a lot of different other types of animals. (gasps) What was that? see some animals in the trees. And of course, at this time, we would have had the earliest dinosaurs appearing, but they were rare. They weren't a major component of the fauna, and most of them were small, probably no larger than a medium-sized dog. I can see a small dinosaur over there munching on some plants. 
that it's walking on two legs, like a dog doing a trick, but more lizardy. We need to answer our sound explorer's question and find out what these animals sound like. So I'm going to see whether I can get a bit closer to one of those smaller ones. We might get some idea of the sounds they made by looking at small crocodilians. So, for instance, young alligators, when they're calling for their mother, make a sort of unusual chirping or squeaking sound. That sounds pretty musical. Maybe we could use that later. They sound actually quite cute. I wish I could take one home as a pet, but that's against my time traveller code. The Triassic is amazing, but we have two other periods to visit. Onwards to the Jurassic. Now this is beautiful. We're in a lush forest of trees and ferns. It smells really piney. It's warm, but now it's humid as well. The air feels kind of damp. It's just before dawn and the sun is about to rise. The forest isn't quite awake yet. In the Jurassic, this giant supercontinent of Pangaea began to break apart. Now, as it did so, as the continents began to separate, shallow seas would have flooded into the gaps of the separating continents. So these giant deserts of the Triassic um, began to go away, and the Earth became very warm and humid, and we start to see lush forests begin to spread out across the globe. Just like this one. These trees are huge. Some of these conifers we know from fossil evidence and from their living relatives, they produce huge cones. So every so often you may have heard the sound of one of these just crashing to the ground. Whoa, that was close. All of these plants, all of these lush forests meant lots of food for plant-eating dinosaurs. And we get to some of the larger and more famous dinosaurs appearing this time. Things like Stegosaurus with its plates and gazelle-like dinosaurs like Hypsilophodon. But what we really know the Jurassic for was that it was the golden age of the huge sauropod dinosaurs, these long-necked, long-tailed giant dinosaurs. Things like Diplodocus, um, Apatosaurus, and Brachiosaurus. These creatures were the largest animals to have walked the Earth. Giraffe Titan was up to 12 metres tall, Barosaurus was up to 50 metres long, and the heaviest might have weighed 100 tonnes. That's twice as tall as a house, half the length of a football pitch, and the weight of 10 buses. But what do they sound like? There's two major sources of clues. One is the fossils themselves. All we have preserved are their hard parts, their bones and teeth. And most animals alive today make noises using soft tissues, so muscles, lungs, um, tongues and vocal cords. So the other source of information is looking at animals that are alive today. Now, if we look at the largest land animals alive today, which are elephants, um, they tend to make very deep 
sounds. And humans can hear part of this noise, but actually most of the noise that elephants make is below the frequency that humans can hear. Elephants use these sounds to communicate with each other over very long distances. It's been shown that they can rumble um, at each other for over six miles. Now, the biggest dinosaurs um, were over 12 times heavier than even the largest living elephants. Oh, I felt something. That might have been a neighborhood sauropod waking up. It's so strange. I can feel it in my bones like a rumbly vibration. I wonder if we can see it. Aha! There! It must be half a mile away. But it's huge. I'm glad it likes eating plants and not animals like me. Can you hear that? It seems like the rest of the forest is waking up. Towards the end of the Jurassic, um, something very interesting happened because one line of small meat-eating dinosaurs gave rise to birds. So it's likely that if you were standing in a forest towards the end of the Jurassic, you may have heard one of the earliest dawn choruses. It's time to travel to the last time of the dinosaurs, the Cretaceous. I'm hiding in a small patch of trees, looking out over a savannah, a grassland, and I can hear the buzzing of insects around me. It almost looks like the type of grassland we'd see in the present. The Cretaceous was the final and actually it was the longest period of the age of the dinosaurs. And it's when some of the most famous dinosaurs like Velociraptor and Triceratops lived. In terms of climate, um, most of the modern continents had formed by this point, but they were still moving apart. The first grass was beginning to appear. And another thing that made its first appearance in the Cretaceous were the first flowers. And with those first flowers came pollinating insects like the first bees. I can hear them buzzing. Even millions of years ago, they really were busy bees. Over there, there are some dinosaurs grazing, and there's a herd of them, and they have these bony lumps on their heads. We call these crests, and they have bills, a bit like a duck. Those must be duck-billed dinosaurs, and they're making noises. There's lots of evidence that uh, many of the types of plant-eating dinosaurs in the Cretaceous were sociable, in fact, very sociable. Sound is very important in social animals. So perhaps one of the most easily recognizable duckbill dinosaurs is an animal called Parasaurolophus. We have some more information than usual in terms of what it may have sounded like. So as I said earlier, most sounds are made using soft tissues that don't preserve very well. But for a few dinosaurs, we actually have evidence from their skeleton uh, for the sound. And this includes some of the duckbill dinosaurs, because some of these animals had very elaborate head crests. And these head crests were part of their nasal passages. So that crest is like having a long, bony nose on the top of your head. And there's quite a lot of 
evidence to suggest that these crests served as resonating chambers to make noises. So the animals would have sort of channeled air into the crest and the crest would have started to vibrate and make a noise. They're getting pretty excited. And I can see why. Across the savannah, that's a T-Rex. It's huge and terrifying. I'm going to have to make sure I'm well hidden. Do you think he saw us? I wonder what kind of noise a T-Rex makes. There's a few pieces of evidence for what Tyrannosaurus rex may have really sounded like. First of all, people have uh, used a type of um, medical imaging to look at T-Rex's brain case and specifically at its inner ear. Inner ears um, tell us what sounds animals were good at hearing. And if we know what sounds an animal is good at hearing, that gives us a clue as to what kind of sounds it probably made in life. So what this tells us is that T-Rex was very good at hearing low-frequency sounds, even sounds that are lower than what humans can hear. So what some scientists have done is they've taken the sounds that are made by very large crocodilians, things like alligators and saltwater crocodiles, and big birds like ostriches, and then they've scaled them up to the size of a T-Rex. That is ominous. I'm going to keep a low profile. I'm glad that there aren't any T-Rexes running down my street. But it's sad that these incredible creatures, those huge sauropods and cute little dinosaurs, aren't still alive. What happened to them? We definitely know there was an asteroid impact. The evidence for that now is overwhelming. Some people wonder whether or not dinosaurs may have been on their way out. And the asteroid was simply the straw that broke the dinosaurs back. So whether or not dinosaurs were declining or not towards the end of the Cretaceous is still unknown. But the fact that there was a gigantic asteroid impact, that is for certain. And unfortunately, and and we see this um, happening in the world today, often when there's environmental disturbance, um, the animals that are most impacted are our very big animals. So this is why uh, in of the modern world, you see things like tigers and elephants are, are very endangered, whereas you know, smaller animals, things like rats and pigeons and so forth, um, generally aren't as disturbed. Um, so when the dust cleared, um, the dinosaurs were gone. Well, between the looming asteroid impact and the T-Rex, I think it's about time I went somewhere safer. Back to base. And to accompany me on my journey, let's have some music. We'll blend some duckbill calls, a T-Rex, and some crocodilian dinosaurs to create some fossil rock. Dinosaurs lived during the Mesozoic. Triassic started 250 million years ago. It's so much hotter. Pangaea, giant continent covered in deserts, the earliest dinosaurs appearing, and most of them were small, probably no larger than a medium-sized dog. Like a dog doing a trick, but more lizardy. They sound actually quite cute. 
The Jurassic period started about 200 million years ago. Lush forests begin to spread out across the globe. It was the golden age of the huge sauropod dinosaurs. from 145 million years ago until 66 million years ago. Sound is very important in social animals. at hearing low-frequency sounds. I'm going to keep a low profile. There was an asteroid impact. So when the dust cleared... When the dust cleared, the dinosaurs were gone. explorers can visit the Mesozoic just by listening to this podcast. But it's a shame that people can't see dinosaurs in the present day. One thing to remember is that there is technically one group of dinosaurs that's still alive today, and those are the birds, because we know now that birds are directly descended from a group of small meat-eating dinosaurs. So technically, dinosaurs aren't extinct. There are over 10,000 living species of birds. So in some ways, when it comes to just diversity, dinosaurs are still winning. Thanks for listening to Maddie Sound Explorers. Discover new episodes when you subscribe. A big thank you to our expert, Dr. Laura Porro at UCL, to Martin Zoltz Oswick, who made the dino-tastic music and put the episode together, and to Matt Hill for fueling the time machine. Thanks too to Ariane for their great question. I'm Maddie Moat, and you can join me next time for another episode of Maddie Sound Explorers. Sound Explorers. It's brought to you by Magic Star.